0: hi everyone the views thoughts and opinions expressed in the following podcast belong solely to the host and its contributors they are not necessarily the views of our employers organizations committees or other group or individual
1: i'm david campbell
0: and i'm joseph whitney this is brewing with bim where we talk
1: about construction processes technology bim and beer Uh
0: Welcome to another episode of Brewing with BIM. I am Joey Whitney and with me is David Campbell. What's going on, David?
1: Ah, not much. Uh, enjoying another, you know, Sunday afternoon here in the uh, Pacific Northwest.
0: Again, it's raining, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> actually, no, it's uh, it's a little chilly, but it's actually sun's, sun's out, sky's blue. Uh, it's kind of nice today. Even though you're on lockdown, it's still kind of... Still kind of nice. You get an hour of rec, right? You could step outside for a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or in prison. <laughs> hour of rec. Yeah. Well, my we uh, lockdown. Uh, on lockdown. My uh, my my county was uh, one of the ones originally in uh, Pennsylvania that wasn't on lockdown, but they announced last week that now we're on, now we're on lockdown. Damn it. Yeah. Yep. It sucks, but. Hasn't changed anything that we do. We still walk around our neighborhood, and we'll talk more about this on our podcast. But, uh, yeah, still living the dream, my man, living the dream. So uh, I'm going to make you a little bit jealous real quick because it is like 73 degrees here. Sun is shining. It is beautiful, man. I've been outside playing basketball all day, working on a bunch of, you know, stuff just hanging out outdoors just because it is way too much. We grilled out for dinner. Like uh, it, it is a perfect day, man, perfect Nice, definitely jealous. Yeah. It's kind of one of those <laughs> chilly
1: days here, you know. I was figuring, like, wow, what sounds good. We're, we're going to make some uh, uh, cabbage and
0: potatoes and, and kibasa. All right, man. Yeah, you're a little late for St. Patrick's Day, but I like it, man. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we get too far into this, brother, i got to know what you're drinking.
1: So I got a uh, – this week I bought a variety pack from one of my favorite breweries, from Deschutes. So I got a, a hand-up IPA. And a Black Butte Porter on deck.
0: Love the Black Butte, man. That's delicious beer. I uh, I did follow uh, follow the same suit there. I uh, I got a, a mixed pack. I got something from I don't know. I think they're from New York or something. I have no clue. I've had this <laughs> beer quite a bit. Southern Tier. It's called Southern Tier, but it's made in Lakewood, New York. It's really weird, but uh, it's delicious. They've got a mixed pack that's like you know most of it is various IPAs, which I'm obviously a fan of. But uh, right now I'm drinking the Lakeshore Fog. It's the Hazy and Juicy IPA, and on deck I've got the Live Session IPA. Um, Good beer so far, man. Uh, Before this podcast, I drank that Live Session while I was just chatting with you, and uh, man, I'm, I'm impressed. Great beers.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. The alcohol by volume could be a little bit higher, just saying. No, no, no. We don't want you three in and slurring. Oh, come <laughs> on. It wouldn't be a Brewing with Ben podcast unless I was slurring three in. I was about in, to say, man. with a little bit of slurring. Yeah, in, like. a little bit of <laughs> Going off on it random seems changes. to be the officer problem. <laughs> Morning, officer. Going to read in half day, ain't it? Oh, man. Love that joke. Um... Hey man so uh this was kind of a good idea that you had for this podcast um last week we talked about you know we're all cooped up with coronavirus and just you know accessing various um uh, freeze technologies that are out there or different technologies for communicating but uh now this today i mean you had this brilliant idea like you always do man uh about uh, well at least for the podcast you've got great ideas yeah yep. yeah yeah thank you <laughs> Uh just to preface David is probably the guy that holds a fireworker in his hand firecracker in his hand and lights it so he doesn't always have great ideas but but <laughs> this is a great negative
1: idea. negative 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 I'll hold a whole piece of C4 with some deck and a plastic cap <laughs> There
0: you go you got to get rid David's of David's nickname is Stumpy <laughs> <laughs> oh. No uh but you did have a great idea we were talking about all right so last week you know we did this whole um, podcast over technologies and stuff that's out there to help us get through work. But what are you doing with that extra, you know, two hours of your day, you know, an hour commute each way. So, you know, for me it was, you know, or for you rather, I know it was an hour each way or just about, so it was about two hours. And back when I used to commute to the office again, it was like two hours. And then, you know, now you're home for lunch, you know, lunch doesn't take an hour. What are you doing with all this extra time? Uh, your family's home. Um, you know, what are you focusing on? To make yourself better you know two weeks six months however long this lasts how are you going to come out on top what are you focusing on today to uh improve so this whole podcast episode is about improvement it's about you know self-improvement it's about process improvement you know uh making the most out of work making the most out of yourself uh just you know making sure that you didn't waste any time when when this all comes to fruition when everything's said and done uh you can say you know and i actually crammed quite a lot into to those hours and you know let's talk about how you're doing that yeah dude so
1: i mean for me at least uh it's still i'm still learning right it's it's still a learning process there's a learning curve here with working from home um in terms of getting that time back it's it's it was very exciting at first and it's like oh man i have so much time to go do stuff so much more time for activities right um but in in terms of for me it it ended up uh being Being a walk around the neighborhood, you know, just a walk in the morning to kind of get the blood going, get thoughts going and kind of think about what I needed to do that day, get my checklist kind of thing going and and then come back. Well, then it also kind of transitioned into, hey, I started making myself a really good breakfast, you know, and (laughs) you'd you'd make yourself a really good breakfast like nutrition. You start focusing a little bit more on that. I got four kids, so making sure that Rose has her uh, cheese, butter and toast. Uh, or cream cheese you know she has her has to have cream cheese on her on her toast in the morning uh gabe has his hard-boiled eggs you know all that kind of stuff and and then i'm 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 into work now for work dude what i've noticed is it's it's good to like try to keep yourself on a schedule like give yourself a checklist of things that you can do for the day right and Sometimes for me, with a little bit of ADD, I found myself kind of jumping <laughs> jumping around from project to project. Um, but I've also noticed that that kind of, um, it kind of helps, too, at the same time. Like, I'll spend a while working on a project, get up, you know, you got to get up, move around, do some exercises, um, whatever you can do to kind of get your blood going and, and, and kind of take a break for a second and then come back. Right. And especially if you're having issues with it. But for me, I've also found that, like, kind of separating from it for a minute, um, you know, taking a break, coming back. It gives me a new way to look at it. It's kind of nice sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. You had, a, a, again, yet another brilliant idea. Every hour, take, you know, five minutes, you know, get out, yep. stretch, walk around the block real quick or or, you know, you know hit some pushups, do something to kind of get the blood flowing.
1: Yeah. Uh, you started with 20 this week, 20 push-ups, 20 squats. Um, you'd start with like a 10 minute, 15 minute walk, anything like that, just to get the blood going, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like if I can, you know, figure out a way to, you know, set a timer every, every hour, every hour and a half, every two hours, whatever it is, take, take that 10 minute break, 15 minute break and, and do some stuff. My, my, um, I talked about this on the last podcast. Uh, my daughter and I during lunchtime we'll do some yoga or something like that we'll uh, get on YouTube, we'll do some yoga we'll watch some Brazilian jiu-jitsu videos or something, you know, just to yep. to break up the monotony of just staring at my screen and talking to people on the phone all day dude, um, yes, How yeah. about it <laughs> although uh, I will say the new highlight of my day is recording content with you because um, uh, I actually get to interact with somebody where, you know the cameras are on, we're recording stuff <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, uh, looking forward to, uh, releasing those, uh, videos, uh, pretty soon. Me too. Me too. I'm I'm
1: pretty excited for that. Now I I do want to do another shout out for this. Um, you know, there are a lot of different applications, obviously everybody uses something different, um, in, in terms of getting workouts. And I know sometimes that can be hard, right. And a little overwhelming to find like, what's the right workout for me. I only have this much time. I don't have this much equipment. Um, I really feel like I need to stretch today or I really want to work my chest today, you know, anything like that. When you guys are doing stuff like that, check out, uh, you know, applications like the Nike training club, free, free application. And they, there's a bunch of different workouts that you guys can use inside of it. I use it personally. I like it a lot. If I'm, if I got a 10 minute, 15 minute, um, you know, workout that I want to do if it's high intensity or maybe it's yoga, I actually just want to stretch for a little bit and, there's a whole bunch of different workouts that you guys can do based off the intensity, the, the length of it, kind of the muscle group, everything. Um, but it's, it's really good to, to find something like that to help you kind of, uh, well, get back into and get get back into the rhythm and help avoid some of the quarantine weight. Right. I'm feeling it. I'm trying to get it down, but
0: (laughs) yeah, I'm trying to come out on top when all this man, when this is all over, I want to, I want to be 20 pounds lighter. Um, <laughs> I want my, uh, uh I don't want to get tapped as easy in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to work on, on this. So this whole episode is just about Dave and I talking about a bunch of free content that's out there, um, you know, to, uh, maximize your self-improvement, your work improvement. Uh, but also, you know, how to cram as much into the day as you can. Yep. Um, so you're talking about uh, uh, great, you know, free applications, and you know, I think you mentioned earlier the the premium for Nike is free because of the what's going on in, in yep. society, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's perfect, man. That's that's a that, again, that's a good resource. So when all this is done, I'm going to put a bunch of free links up on our website. Um, you know, we'll we'll try to share as much uh um uh, of this information about how to how to get um. You know, any of this free, you know, training content, whether it be physical, work related, mental, whatever, we'll try and share a bunch of links. Yeah. And if you guys have any more that you guys think of, feel free to reach out to us and we'll uh, we'll put those on the website as well. I did. Uh, I did want to mention, give a shout out to the one I use. Um, so I use Samsung uh, Health and they have a Samsung workouts app. Um, you know, if you're talking 10 minutes every hour or every two hours you know find a you can sort by intensity you can sort by much like the nike app you can sort by all that stuff um so shout out for all my android users uh check out the samsung uh, health workouts app um and uh you know dig in find the find something that works for you guys i've got a bunch of these um cheap floor mats they're half inch thick uh two feet by two feet I buy them for you know a four pack of them at Harbor Freight for like six bucks, or you get them on Amazon for like twenty bucks for like six of them. Um, I got them all over my, my home office here. I use them for everything from my you know desk to workout equipment that I've got. Um, I'll just bring a few extra ones in for my garage because I got some for my my uh, work tools. Um, I'll bring some in here and I'll turn on. I've got a TV down here. I'll put on some YouTube and my daughter and I will do some uh, YouTube uh, yoga. Or, or something, man, and we'll uh, we'll just get after it for like 10 minutes or we'll uh, um, screen share from that Samsung Health app and put something up on the TV. Get, you know, 10 minutes of exercise in. It's, it's good. Um, get that blood flowing. I feel like when I come back, though, I'm, I'm, I'm a much different person than when I left because usually when I stop what I'm doing, I'm just like, oh, you know. When, usually when I – let's put it this way. Usually when I find time to have a break, it's because I don't feel like I'm doing something – to the best of my abilities, or I don't feel like I'm focusing wholeheartedly on it. So that's when I take a break. Um, I don't necessarily attribute a timer to it, but that's when I'll take a step away and I'll be like, okay, well, let's, let's figure out something, bust out some hammer curls or something. I don't know. But, um, so, so that's probably, you know, as we're all working from home, I know we've got kids, I've got mine upstairs right now, stomping around. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of important to, you know, make a little bit of time for yourself, but also when you can get up there and hang out with the kiddos, man, you're talking about cramming as much as you can in there. And I wanted to hit home with this, uh, this note here, right. Um, we're talking about improvement, you know, what, what kind of improvement is there? So there's, you know, there's your home improvement, you know, a little nod to Tim Allen tool time, right guys? Uh, there's <laughs> self-improvement, right? There's self-improvement, right? There's, there's focusing on your body your your, uh, personal well-being your your mental your you know whatever and then there's process improvement you know stuff that's going to make you better at work um well there's free content for all this stuff but also there's something that you know i not a lot of people are talking about but family improvement right you know we we spend all this time racing from you know a to b i know you're always on the road when when this stuff isn't going on i'm always on the road so it actually feels kind of cool to have everybody underneath one roof so um, we're taking, you know, breaks we uh, we're going for walks around the neighborhood. Uh, when we see fit, we usually, uh, take one at lunchtime or we'll take one just after dinner. Well, we got like, we've plotted it out. There's like a 0.9, you know, mile loop just under a mile loop around my neighborhood. Well, I'll just go for a walk around there, uh, get the blood flowing, just, uh, get out enjoy, you know, get out of the cramped house, enjoy each other's company. My daughter's usually trying to make us laugh. She's seven telling us jokes that aren't funny, but you laugh anyways, cause she's seven, right? Um, but uh, she laughs at my dad jokes so it's it's equal trade. There you go. <laughs> um so family improvement. I mean, what are you guys doing to uh, for in your house? Like how are you getting to spend some time with your kiddos during all this?
1: Well, there's been quite a bit, honestly, you know, just taking um 10 minutes to go outside and throw the football around or
0: You mentioned uh, cooking for them. You cook breakfast for them now?
1: Oh, well, I mean, I cook breakfast for them almost every when I can, like right during the week um for work it's kind of hectic trying to fit in like the gym workout and getting home getting showered then getting everything ready making a breakfast and trying to make sure they're cool before i leave
0: um but now you don't have it right exactly you're yeah, so, so you're yeah. Doing that now. yeah
1: yeah i'm making a little bit more breakfast i'm trying to get more involved with that i love cooking as you know um i love baking as well so i've been kind of trying to figure out my kids have a somewhat of an issue getting protein right if i don't oh, cook so eggs They won't eat protein, which Gabe won't eat any scrambled eggs, anything like that. He'll eat hard-boiled only. Michael will eat, you know, kind of scrambled. He'll eat hard-boiled. And Ivory will, too. Rose is very picky. So I kind of have to start figuring out, okay, hey, if I make banana muffins and put protein powder in the mixture— then she's getting a good service, you know, serving of protein, even though she's eating, you know, a couple of these banana muffins that I've made. And she or, doesn't know.
0: <laughs> exactly. She doesn't know.
1: Yeah. Boom. Uh, making sure you're nutrition, you're, you're nutritious.
0: Yeah. But, we, um, we 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 kind of had that same issue. If it wasn't for like cheese sticks and uh, sandwich meat, like my my uh, three year old, he doesn't yep. eat any any protein. He just doesn't want it. But when we uh, roll up some sandwich meat. Or uh, give him a cheese stick. He is over the moon. So, what we started doing though is we buy these overpriced, they're so damn overpriced, but drinkable yogurts. Mm -hmm. um, You know, he'll freaking crush six of those in one sitting. So, he gets his protein that way. um, And uh, we tell him that, hey, look, you guys want a candy bar, but it's a protein bar. Yep. The Kid Z bar? Oh, man. Yeah, the Kid Z bar. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, we get those too. (laughs) Oh, damn it. Who's the company that does it? They have the, uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on it. But, um, yeah, those. Um, my daughter doesn't eat like any meat. She thinks that eating animals is bad, even though she, you know, will mow
1: down on some chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's
0: exactly. It. She wants a happy meal. She'll crush some chicken nuggets, but she's like, I don't like, I don't like eating animals. And I'm like, you're seven. You don't <laughs> okay, know. <baby>. That. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, damn, I can't, I can't figure them out. The kid Z bars.
1: Uh, I mean, I got the ones from Cliff.
0: Cliff, that's who it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's so I was like, they make really delicious adult ones, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: The Cliff bars are awesome. We got those a lot when I was overseas, and it was, it was great to see them um, for kids when I saw these Z-Bars, and I was like, man, we're having a problem with protein. I started looking at those, like, yes, the kids like them. I can send them to them. Uh, so I send uh, Ivory and Gabe both with one in their backpacks for a snack, and uh, generally some carrots, too, because all of them like carrots. I'm cool with that. You know, we can get them to eat some carrots, but that's about it. And what veggie about, straws. What about? Oh, my kids
0: love veggie straws. And then uh, they make uh, fruit leathers. I don't know if you've seen these. It's like a, a fruit roll-up without any shapes or colors on it. It's just like a two-inch by six-inch rectangle of huh. just fruit, and they call it a fruit leather or something. Like that. Anyways, my kids love those. Oh. Um, but there's, uh, it's got like added protein to it and a bunch of other stuff. But uh, Aldi's has um, uh, shameless plug. I love Aldi's guys. Oh, dude, Aldi's is awesome. Dude, you know I go to the grocery store and I spend, you know, way more than I should. I go to Aldi's and I get nearly the same amount of groceries and I'm out for like a third as much. It's, I love it, man. Yep. And when you got kids, I'm sad that we don't have
1: any around me. I'm like, man, we don't have an Aldi's.
0: Yeah, you guys got a lot of Trader Joe's though. They just don't uh, have I've as much.
1: never been to a Trader Joe's.
0: They just don't have as much, uh, uh produce wise I guess. I don't know. I like all these; they're good. Um, so, so, uh, all these has these uh various ingredients or various items that have like added protein. Like we've seen it in like, you know, frozen waffles with added protein. Mm-hmm. Like, so we got those a few times. Um, uh, cream cheese; it's got three times the protein in it. My yeah. daughter loves bagels, so she loves bagels and cream cheese. Like, yep. I'm gonna smear a shitload of cream cheese on this for you, and yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, so Gabe's been, Gabe's on been one of the
1: hardest ones because he's been. Uh, Gabe's actually he's got a I don't know mutated gene, and his body can't uh, break down folic acid. So if we find something with folic acid in it, we can't we can't give it to Gabe, right? Oh. So a lot of those different kind of products will have this uh, enriched flour is generally what it's in. And, um, he just, as I, I, it's crazy when we removed it from his diet and kind of gave it back to him and like cereal and stuff like, well, maybe he'll be all right. It's like, it was, it was, it was kind of a crazy difference. So we're like, all right, (laughs) you know, you got to kind of target it at that point for that specific kid where everybody else is kind of cool with it.
0: You guys hear that people of the internet, David moved (laughs) to freaking Oregon. Not only did he get a freaking, you know. Allergy, but he gave his kid one, too. (laughs) David is a hit. Damn it. Gosh. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, so nutrition is is an important one. I know we kind of got off on a tangent there, but nutrition is a very important thing to focus on. As we're, you know, talking about not gaining 300 pounds while we're all working from home, um, keeping our sanity, all that sort of stuff. You know, you got to treat your body right, your mind right. So uh, um, eat, 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 you know, good. I had just got into jujitsu, which I – talk about way more than I should. It's just, it's all I want to do right now is go roll. But, um, so I just got into Jitsu and, um, you know, started going like five times a week. And then all of a sudden this happens and I'm like, no, but, (laughs) and that said, uh, there's been so much free content that's come out and not just Jiu Jitsu, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, pick your poison, whatever you're into CrossFit, whatever people are sharing all kinds of free content right now. So, and again, I'm going to include a bunch of links, but uh, there's all this stuff out there for you to just focus on bettering yourself, health-wise. Um, you know, whether it be the Nike app that's they're giving premium right now for free, or the Samsung health app, or whatever. These, you know, Jujitsu videos. Be. Think about think about taking a little
1: bit more time to learn how to cook. Just you know, taking the time to
0: improve, uh, just where you can. So I, I'm going to let you in on something that I've I've told few people, and I don't know if I've told you this. But I am an awesome chef, man. Like, I know you told me. I am a badass. chef. Show me the picture of you with uh, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, I've cooked for like some cool ass people, man. Like celebrities, uh, ex-presidents. Like I, former life, man. I was kind of cool. Yeah. Now I'm just I'm a parent, so. <laughs> <laughs> No, hey,
1: but you know, that's that's one of my loves as, as a parent though is cooking as is a dad, you know, being like I'm going to I'm going to smoke something today. My kids won't this eat it. Be great. My, my kids, kids won't eat it either. <laughs> I am not worried about it. I'm like, cool, if they want hot dogs or if they want like let's do it. We're going to make it nice. We're going to make everything cool, but uh yeah, I'm dad's going to smoke a pork butt today.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got an electric smoker. I love smoking smoke some pork, man. But my my kids like uh you know, I, you know, my wife, she's always like, why do you guys want me to cook? Cause they're always like, I want mom to make me something. Um, you know, dad used to like make his own cheese and shit, right? Like he was, he can do some shit. Like, why don't you let him cook for you? And they're like, I don't want it.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: Damn if I go straight. If too
1: fancy, kids won't eat it. <laughs> yeah. They won't.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's all right, man. It's all right.
1: Well, what I've realized is if I'm cooking, like, let's say chicken, I cook their chicken plain. And then I cook in ours and a separate kind of thing where I'll actually season it, marinate it, do whatever I need to do with it. I'm still cooking them the same thing. It's just going to be a little different. And a lot of people will say, why are you going through that much effort? I'm like, well, because my kids won't eat this, but I will. I will enjoy this very much, you know. and I still want to give them chicken. But (laughs) they're just not gonna eat it covered in like balsamic vinegar and sun. Yeah, yeah,
0: get a balsamic reduction on your chicken. Yeah, Yeah, man. uh, You know, I've heard I've heard that a lot. You know, people will tell me all the time, like, why are you treating your house like a restaurant and giving your kids all this stuff? And like, trust me, my kid won't eat it. Well, then he'll starve. It's fine. My three-year-old, right? I'm like, no, you don't understand. My kid will sit there and starve. He will literally starve. He does not give a shit. He is gonna starve. Yep. We, we would, uh, so for the few, first few weeks of this daycare that we sent him to, he just did not like the food. So we, did, we were like, We're not going to make you food when we're already paying the daycare to make you food. It's just not going to do it, dude. Just eat their food. So for like two weeks, he just wouldn't eat lunch. He would wait till snack time. He would eat some crackers, and that's it. He wouldn't eat lunch. He wouldn't eat anything else. Kid just never ate. He just did not give a shit. So eventually, we we're like, All right, man, <laughs> we'll, we'll make you whatever you want. Just eat some food. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's yeah, how it goes with
1: Michael, dude. It's kind of the same way. Like if, if I don't, if, uh, we, we've been trying the whole, if you don't sit down and eat with us, then you're just not going to eat. You're not getting any snacks, anything later. You can go to bed hungry. They will do it. They don't care. Like, okay. All right, cool. Like, yeah, I guess, man. but <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I was a kid, it was much different, man. Like, uh, there was one one food that my mom would make that I would uh, I would you know, I would just I would refuse to eat. I don't care. I'll starve. That was her chicken stew. I just I, I couldn't do it. I could never eat it. It was just mm-hmm. so damn disgusting to me as a kid. Now I'm just like, shit, chicken pot pie. Chicken yeah, steak, stew, I don't care. <laughs> Give it to me. I'll eat it. But uh, I don't know, man. we as kids, you know, you just get stuck in your ways and it's just like, I don't care. I'm like to budge. Um, but eventually you grow out of it, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah but, you know, use...
1: it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's learning kind of, I mean, again, learning so, of your environment and learning how to better yourself better. Um, just well, kind of do everything around you, I guess.
0: That tackles two things, right? So you're talking about, we're talking about family improvement and self-improvement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, focusing on cooking, focusing on, you know, again, there's like a million free apps to learn how to cook. There's, You know, before coronavirus, you know there there was a million, a billion, a gazillion, whatever—I don't know what the number is—but free uh, again, statistics, guys. But free applications for your phone and recipes and whatever. You can just Google whatever, put two ingredients in there, and a bunch of stuff will come up. So, so I mean that's pre-coronavirus. But like you're talking about self-improvement, like learn how to cook, learn how to be a little more nutritious and stuff. But home improvement, you know, Uh, focusing you and your or a family improvement rather, focusing you and your family. Focus yeah. on uh, cooking with them, spending some time, you know, maybe get the kids involved. Uh, my wife likes to uh, bake a lot, um, so she'll make breads, and we made some pretzels last week uh, from scratch, and, uh, you know, you get the kids involved. It's fun. Like, yeah. my seven-year-old was, you know, making shapes and stuff, and oddly enough, her pretzel shapes came out way better than any of ours.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> nice. but, you
0: know, spend a little more extra time with the kids, focus on stuff. We, yeah. we have the time, right? We have the time to – you were just talking about smoking some meats. You know, if, if we were in the office or on the road, You're not you know, there. there's no way we're smoking meat until the weekend if, if yeah. we were even if up to are, it at the time. yeah. yeah. But here, you know, Tim, I go throw that meat in the smoker for, you know, throw a, a loin or something or some butts in the smoker for three hours. Yeah, dude. I don't have to touch it. Like, I don't have to worry about it. I, I'm home. I can marinate it overnight, morning, wake up, throw it in the smoker, lunchtime, pull it out, you know, cut it up and ready to roll.
1: Yeah. It's it's funny, but on you know th- this all sucks in a way. But on the flip side of thinking, right? If you if you're on into that whole you know positive thinking kind of spin, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hashtag uh, what is it um gratitude hashtag gratitude um it, it it feels sometimes like time has slowed down, like it it actually forces oh you to kind of step back and everything kind of slows down, and you're like, man, I feel like I do have. More time? Like, what, how should I use this?
0: I've been working from home for, uh, I don't know, probably the better part of a year now. And, uh, prior to me working from home, uh, I had that commute in, I had all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. running from place to place. But, but even then, before this coronavirus, working from home, my family was never home with me. It was just me working from home when I wasn't on the road. And, uh, uh, I felt like there was never enough hours in the day. I felt like, damn, I need a 30 hour day to get so, so I can get through, you know, 12 hours of work, um, just, just to keep up with everything. And now I don't feel like I'm, I'm slowed down any, any for work, but just having my family around me feels like time is slowed down. You're, you're hundred percent right. man. it feels like I have a little more hours in the day to play with, even though literally nothing has changed for me.
1: Nope. And like we said earlier, it's kind of like about optimizing that time, right? Uh, Another way to really optimize your time, if you think about it, and we talk about self-improvement, is maybe taking any online classes that you can find, right? Any any webinars, seminars that you guys might find that you can watch to just digest information on something that you want to improve on, whether it's Revit, AutoCAD, Dynamo, you know, kind of what have you.
0: I say for our industry, if you're not looking at Dynamo already, um, you might be behind the curve when everything kicks off because Dynamo is crossing all industries right now. It's doing a lot of different stuff, and there's so many great food uh, tutorials out there. Uh, I was telling you about this earlier. I came across one by uh, DI Roots. I think that's how you say it i have been watching that this week. Yeah. Same here, man. I'm going to, I'm going to go through their, their dynamo stuff. I, yep. I, uh, I, you know, I've done some stuff on dynamo through, uh you know, various e-training stuff that, uh you know, we've, we have access to at our company and, you know, I feel like I got a decent grasp when I know how it works. Um, But, you know, after playing with it, trying to figure out some stuff this past week, I realized I don't know shit. Like I, I know nothing. Like I, really do need to, to get back into it. And I used to write Python scripts all the time. I used to yeah. <laughs> I used to do all this shit all the time. I, I used to do programming. I just, it's a different uh, way of thinking. Yeah, man, it's totally different. Like, I used to do Python for SPSS and GIS and a bunch of other stuff for querying data. And, like, it was, you know, for automating processes, actually, uh, so I wouldn't have to query data. But um, now now it's like, I don't know how to do crap. I, I Like, I get the concept, but... I, nodes and like i mean I, I know how it works but at the same time i feel so lost so yeah. i'm uh, after you know watching like five minutes of uh, di roots what well, video and it's again they're all free on their web page we're gonna include some links to their their, their web page on our on our uh, website uh, they've got a basic course and advanced course i know their basic one's free i don't know if their advanced one is i hope it is you You're a lot of cool stuff um that's good one I just got an invite on LinkedIn from BIM Expert Zone. They've got some uh, free content videos up there. Mm-hmm. To take a look at. Uh, again, I haven't, you know, vetted them. I don't know anything about them. I just uh, got the invites and started checking out their uh, their information. So there's some stuff there's up there. There's a lot there. of good stuff on YouTube. Um, oh I'm my sure gosh. You guys know how to use Google. Um, <laughs> Google just, that shit. <laughs>
1: Google it. Google that shit. Yes, yeah. that should be a hashtag right there. That's a and following. It is definitely a hashtag.
0: You know, let me Man. add that. Google
1: that shit. <laughs> But uh, it's, it's just look to see what's out there on anything that you feel like you can improve on. You know, I, it's funny, but this week I sat down with myself and I'm like, look, what do you think that you can improve on? Where are areas of improvement for you? And I, I thought Revit families, maybe I could take a deeper dive into Revit families and, and understand a little more of how they're uh, the complexity of maybe adding databases right into these families to create types and things like that. If I can get it to communicate properly and nesting, things like that. Um, I I actually got my uh, Revit electrical certification this week.
0: There you go. Yeah. yeah. Congrats.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was, uh, I felt pretty good.
0: Uh, That was your last one. I think you got every other Revit certification.
1: (laughs) It's so (laughs) stupid. Yes, I do. Yes. I looked at that today. I was like, Oh man, I, I have every Revit certification now. Okay. All right. So that, that felt pretty good to get all of them. Right. And, and to just have that kind of, um, I don't know, I don't want to say a confirmation, but to just know that uh, I've been working towards this and I got it.
0: Well, I'm waiting for them to come out with a BIM 360 certification. Damn it. Cause I'm ready for that today.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you know, I thought they, um, they were doing like a BIM, BIM manager certification. I thought Are that they? was kind of cool. Yes. Oh, but not
0: through BIM 360
1: though. No, not through BIM 360. Yeah, yeah. Autodesk. Uh,
0: let me check that out. BIM Manager search. Yeah, BIM Manager from the Design Academy. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's check that out. Yeah, yeah. BIM Manager in Building Design. Yeah, that's their exam. Cool. Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, you learn something new every day. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of one. There's the ISO, there's, uh, the CM BIM. There's all these ones that I keep thinking about getting, but yeah, there's so
1: many courses. I mean, so many times. So time. so time. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just, it's time. That's it. Right. But we yeah. have some time right now. Utilize that time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, shameless plug. Uh, I say shameless. It has nothing to do with me, so it's not really a plug for me, but, um, uh, I've been studying for this drone certification for a while, mm. but I've uh, been so lazy about actually going to uh, take it, right? i to sign up for it. Um, so right now the government is doing all drone certifications online. So if you need to or have been, been ever you know, considering your drone certification, your pilot's license, you can do it online right now. You pay the fee or whatever to them. Um, I just set up my profile, I think in like 72 hours, I should, uh, get some email from them to f- take the next step or whatever. Um, and, and do my drone certification, but Jeez, there's a, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, I won't say on this podcast cause I don't want any repercussions about what drones I fly or anything like that. So, <laughs> but, um, there's a, uh, or if I fly drones because I'm not licensed, Hmm. but, uh, <laughs> there's uh there's awesome video from uh, I think it's Tony and Chelsea Northrup on YouTube and it is like I swear if you study this video two times you're gonna know everything you need to know about this damn drone certification and you'll pass. Don't pay for an exam or don't pay for training content uh, unless you you know have gone through this content and you still feel lost on the practice exams. Like I guarantee you. So uh, Google uh, Tony and Chelsea Northrup, look at their YouTube video for uh, drone uh, certification. I'll include a link in the um uh in our webpage, but it's a free you know training guide for you that he has a pdf printout uh for everything that you uh, would need but um I'm typing in right now sorry i can't type and talk at the same time what- I'm looking it up as you're talking. (laughs) uh, There it is. There it is.
1: February 3rd, 2017, free drone certification study guide.
0: Oh, it's awesome, man. Watch that video twice. Take some awesome notes, and then go do uh, a few practice exams, and I swear you'll be on cloud nine. You're like, oh, shit, I'm ready to take this. Um, uh, He just does such a good job.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's a good one. Um, So, again, self-improvement. What are the things that you're focusing on, uh, uh, so we mentioned di roots for, um, so di rates has a bunch of free plugins for Revit that are cool. Uh, just give them a little plug there, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm really interested in their, uh, dynamo, uh, course. So, uh, I'll be giving that a try this weekend. I'll let you, we'll let you guys know how, how it goes on the next podcast next week. Mm-hmm. Um, BIM expert zone. Again, we don't know enough about them, but you know, they gave us some uh, reach out to us, and, and uh, you know, they've got some content up there, so worth checking out on YouTube. Um, you know, and then, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, just a real big point that I'd have is, is um, this again, the, the time that we have, right, to kind of take a look at, at our processes, take a look at Whatever it is that you guys are doing, whether your focus is coordination or you're focusing on your design processes themselves, uh, your collaboration, kind of whatever it is that you guys are looking at, we can take this time and, and you're seeing a kind of embracement of BIM a little bit more right now, right? Everybody's kind of asking like, okay, hey, how can we do better prefabrication? How can we do better um Fabrication on site or how can we do better, you know, whatever yeah, the process this, is.
0: This this actually has caused BIM in my mind to get more mainstay, more more adoption. Uh, even if so if you just look at the sheer number of subscribers of Autodesk, BIM three sixty has gone up. People utilizing Revit, people managing coordination, people doing prefabrication and modular design, I think six months from now it's gonna be a big game changer. Um, just because people are looking at, you know, not only, Hey, you know, work remote strategies, but how can I minimize the time spent on site? How can I minimize the time spent in this project and just move on to the next one? I mean, we're going to have such a backlog, um, looking at, uh, um, you know, time schedules and all that stuff anyways, like we're going to have to be a little more efficient when things kick off. I think, you know, BIM, uh, BIM has always been like sold to the owner, but I think, BIM, from a, a, a contractor standpoint, makes so much more sense these days.
1: It does. It makes a lot of sense, and it's going to help a lot throughout the entire process. When we go into design, you go into construction, you go into handover. I mean, the entire process itself, we should be focusing on how we can implement, maybe maybe not completely you know, BIM, but in, in different parts, what they can utilize for now. Right. What processes they can adopt that are going to help their pain points now. And it's the time to do it.
0: It is. It is. And so before we jump into process improvement, I just want to um, give a few more things on Mm -hmm. self-improvement and talk about one other aspect of improvement, because I think I think process improvement is where we wrap it all together. And we get to talk about how, you know, we're doing better at work, doing better at BIM, all that sort of stuff, the stuff that makes this podcast our podcast. But before we get to that, uh, I want to circle back to the fundamentals of improvement. Uh, One I mentioned earlier, Tim Allen, Home Improvement, right? Uh, So, uh, uh, Home Improvement, you know, what are you guys doing in your spare time to tackle those pesky little home projects? I know I've got that honey-do list that's been going. uh, Totally, uh, you know, separate from BIM, but still involved with construction if you... Uh, if you want to call it that with uh, all my little finishing tasks that I have to do. But, you know, like uh, I swear this week, I probably, uh, I probably accomplished, you know, 20 of those honey do lists, you know, various little tasks around the house, you know, um, restoring old, uh, like 60 year old lights. We have this pineapple pendant light that my wife in- inherited from her uh, grandmother when she passed um, that we took from her house before they sold it. And I've been, you know, restoring that and like, you know, touching up paint there and, you know, re-gluing some wallpapers, like stupid stuff, right? But, oh, yeah. you know, trying to find time for these 10-minute activities during the week when I'm, you know, on the road. I normally went to, but now I'm getting done. And I know, I know you are doing too, man. I know <laughs> you, you were just talking about cleaning garages and organizing all oh, that yeah. stuff. So, Organize so. our
1: garage. We actually uh, tore apart a – and speaking of getting the kids involved earlier, I had the kids come out with me to the backyard the other day. And we have this old shed in the back left corner of the property. And we started kind of tearing apart all of the uh, the exterior face from the from the shed. And what I plan to do is wrap it with plastic and make it a greenhouse.
0: There you go, man. Mm-hmm. Hashtag David is a hippie. You heard it here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I love it, man. That's a great idea. We need to get some uh, raised beds and some stuff going. Thing is, we've got so many damn rabbits and stuff, man. We got to figure out a way to keep them out. We've got. Uh, little, I told you this earlier. We got a few burrows. Hashtag get a dog. Hash, hash, you know, I, mean? I get a dog. I love it. Uh, dude, uh, so Pennsylvania uh, is like the deer capital of the world or something, man. Like, I can't drive through my neighborhood without hitting a deer or damn near hitting a deer. We've got deers, we've got bunnies, and we've got wild turkeys, and we live in the damn suburbs, man. Like, Sound like you you're know. pretty set if there's an apocalypse. <laughs> if there's apocalypse, I'm eating good still. I promise you, we're gonna have some smoked turkey legs. We're well. I might have to work a little hard for this food, but but we're gonna be all right, man. We're gonna be good. Uh, we're gonna be good. So so uh, you know, I just want to you know give a shout out to the home improvement side before we move on. Just because, look, you know, you're home. You're home all day. You're you're seeing that you know stain in the carpet or that patch in the drywall that's been nagging you for for eight months, for ten years, for five years, whatever it is um get to it man you got the time you know if you're if you're not uh if you're at your computer and you don't seem too busy and you're like trying to force yourself to work you know or you feel like you're you're tripping over something take a step back give yourself that that you know a little mental space a mental cl- clarity that we were talking about earlier with getting the blood flowing i swear you know tackling a, a job that you've been putting off forever uh on the sell side we call it swallowing the frog uh, shout out to Jeb Blunt's team. But uh, so if you swallow the frog and uh, uh, tackle that that thing that you've been putting off for so long, you're going to feel a lot better. And I guarantee you, when you come back to your work in a few minutes, you're going to feel a little bit uh, more clear-headed. And you're going to feel uh, much better. Like you've accomplished something. And whatever that next task is, it's going to seem so minuscule. You're going to be like, man, I crushed it. This is easy. Uh, because I tackled something that, you know, I've been putting off for so long. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, uh, so, you know, that's home improvement, getting back to self-improvement real quick before we move on to process improvement. I wanted to give a shout out to another few uh, applications that are out there. We talked about, uh, fitness, um, you know, a bunch of stuff, right? So Apple Peloton, um, uh, they're giving away a bunch of, you know, free content, um, uh, B, uh, you know, the BGJ Fanatics website, you know, yep, yep. you guys... We get emails from them daily. Yeah, if you guys... Sorry, man, I signed you up, and I'm just kidding. Oh no,
1: <laughs> dude, I'm cool with it. It's cool. I, it I, it I know, I makes kidding. me... No, I signed myself up, and I was like, oh, let's let's look at this, and it reminds me of m- how much of an old man I, I kind of am right oh, now, man. but...
0: <laughs> I, I tell you what, when I roll with guys shape, that are like I am, I 60 years old, and they're kicking my ass, I'm just like, dude, you are... <laughs> uh, you're giving me something to ex- aspire to like you're giving yep. me something that I need to focus on so I mean it's awesome it's good to yep. uh, to focus on that uh, so I love
1: uh, I love doing yoga right I found a lot of like yoga with Adrian that's yeah. a, a great stretch Um, if you have kids I found a uh, cosmic yoga
0: actually so have when, an you, app, when you right said yoga TV? with Adrian I was thinking your wife but no we do yoga with Adrian on YouTube
1: Yes. Yoga with Adrian on YouTube is, is awesome. It's, it's, she does like a 30 day yoga challenge. If you're just trying to get into it um, like me uh, right now, I don't have a, a really good uh, like office chair. I don't have my standing desk. I'm kind of sitting in this, you know, make do kind of stuff I have. And my back's been kind of killing me lately. And I'm like, man, I really need to get more into yoga again. So, the 30 day yoga challenge or yoga for lower back pain. I mean, there's a whole lot of different kind of videos there, different offerings that she has. And then again, cosmic kids to get your kids into it. My kids love it. We do it uh, at least twice a week. We'll do cosmic kids yoga.
0: Dude. I got this awesome standing desk on YouTube for like, or not YouTube from Amazon for like, I don't know, like 200 bucks, man. It was a smart investment. It's a full standing desk programmable, um, you know, pipes, all that sort of stuff. I think I paid like 200 bucks max for it. Yeah.
1: Um, well, soon, I think soon I'm going to right. have to invest money into my uh, my home office setup. Before I was like, oh, I got this cabinet. It works, right? It's cool. Everything's cool. But now I'm stuck in it every day. And I'm like, no, this is uh, this is <laughs> yeah. not cool anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're uncomfortable, it's hard to work. Ah, oh, damn, I just looked it up. It's uh, now 300 bucks. It's gone up 100 bucks. But. They have the manual crank one for $105 might be worth it. Well, there you
1: go. Uh, and, you know, honestly, it, it, yeah, i dollars send me the link for that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll, uh, I'll uh, send you all that stuff, man. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of, like, I mean, that's the other part of this. We're all stuck working from home. So we're talking about improvement, improve your workspace, man. It's hard to be productive if you're uncomfortable. It's hard to be productive if you're faced with distractions, clear the clutter out of your space, you know, make it your own you know, figure out how you can, uh, you know, keep working and and be productive in, in, uh, in that environment. That's, that's kind of a big thing.
1: You know, it was funny, but, uh, it was funny, but not, um, this past week, you know, uh, a coworker had said that we should try doing like taking pictures of our workspace to kind of say, you know, Hey, this is me, right. You should own your workspace. And I really liked that idea. So I think that, uh, I think that I kind of adopted that a little bit, right? I was like, man, I really want to own my space and how can I do that? And I was thinking, man, I got this. I I went through a lot of my uh, kind of older stuff, maybe my military stuff that I haven't went through in in so long and decided to kind of, man, I was, uh, I've, uh, I've been wanting to do a shadow box for a while. So I went through yesterday and kind of found a a few of my different medals, coins, things like that, my ribbon, um, my whole rank, name, the patches, all that kind of stuff, the combat patches you collect, different things like that to start putting this together to really own my space. And it was kind of funny. um, I just... I guess I, it was something that I'd been wanting to do, but something I didn't think I had time to do. And it wasn't that much of a priority, right? And I'm like, ah, uh, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But now it was like, oh, that kind of inspired me. That oh, This is my space. This is how I want to own it. It gives me that time to kind of do it. And it gives me that inspiration to, to kind of grab that, I guess, and say, I, okay, I'm going to do this. And that's actually what I ended up doing. I went through and um, – of arranged some of them with my wife realized i'm missing some of the stuff that i used to have from my move to from indiana here to oregon so i had to, i was like ah oh, that kind of sucks but we were able to kind of put it together and uh make the space look good right we were able to uh to kind of I, I was able to own it and when i sit there i, I and i kind of look at it every once in a while i'm like man but, you know, it feels like a prior life kind of thing, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, that's that's cool. those are mine. I, I get to see the models. I get to see kind of some of that stuff. Just different things here and there. If, if you if you take the time and own your space and, like you said, personalize it a little bit, it it, it kind of um, it can make you feel better, right? It can make you um, just know that you're. Hey, this is my office. This is my space. And when you know that you enter that space, you can, I, I guess, train your mindset to think I'm ready to work and I'm, I'm comfortable. Right. Yeah, that's exactly
0: it, man. Like finding finding the space that you're like that you're proud to be in one and one that you're because I, I know you, man, I've, I've been to your, you know, we were in the same office for so long. Like you took so much pride in your workspace. You had like the fish tank with with everything, like you had all this stuff, you know, like you, you took real pride in your space. So it's like, um, you know, take, take pride in your work environment at home, just like you would at work. Um, make it your own, you know, take a few liberties that you wouldn't normally take at work. But, uh, um, you know, I've, I feel like I've done pretty good, uh, at work yeah. in the office. I didn't necessarily have a bottle of scotch, you know, four feet from my desk, but uh, <laughs> I do here just saying, uh, oh. you know, I, <laughs> I've got uh, a TV down here. I put on some Pandora and I'll, uh, you know, turn the volume down to like two or three, just enough so I can hear it, but enough that if I'm on the phone, nobody else can hear it. Um, you yeah, know, just keep the mood going. Yep. I've got, uh, 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 I think it's called a Roman chair. You know, the pull-up bar with a dip station all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, here to my office, and you know, every now and then I'll uh, I'll get bored, or if you know, I feel like I'm having like a bad mood or a bad moment or something like that. I'm just like, all right, step back from my computer for a few minutes, and then I'll just uh, you know take five minutes and hammer something out and punish myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, punish myself with some ab workouts. I don't know. Yep,
1: yep, dude. I got a I got a yoga mat, an elliptical, and a wall. I've Got a yoga mat
0: three feet from me. I got some yep. dumbbells. I've got this room <laughs> chair. Dude, it's set up. My, yeah, and then if I go through my garage, I've got a uh, uh, like a Bowflex, you know, multi-station machine that never gets used, man. I usually so I, uh, I sign up for Planet Fitness because they do these classes, and if you pay the ten dollars a month or whatever it is, you get to, you get to go to these classes. So like I'm like hell yeah, like I don't even have to think about what workout I'm gonna do. I don't have to plan anything. Uh, I just, uh, um, you know, bust my own workout and like they're telling me what to do, how long to hold a plank for, do whatever core cardio, whatever the hell I'm doing. They tell me what I need to be doing. So I just keep that up, man. I just, uh, keep on going and, uh, it's fine. So my, my workout machine here hasn't really got that much use other than this one here that's in my office. So, but every now and then, you know, uh, now that we're under, you know, lockdown, there's no gyms open or any of that stuff. I find myself giving it more use. I've got a steel beam inside of that runs across my garage, you know, for structural support for the house. So I'll just go in there and I'll do pull-ups off of that. Even though I have this pull-up machine, I just like getting a finger grip in there. Um, I mentioned earlier, there were Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's all about like finger grip on gi. I do gi, no gi. Um, but like, you know, trying to get my finger grips you know, stronger, that sort of stuff. Um, but, uh, also, you know, so BJJ fanatics, uh, Brandon Faria, he's got some great content out there for free. So I was mentioning this earlier. If you – or Bernardo Faria, sorry, I butchered his name. Sorry, boss. Um, He's got some free content out there as well. So like the, you know, you know, um, foundations for, you know, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, John Danner, uh, he's got some free videos out there too. So if you guys, you know, you watch a lot of UFC or you're just looking for something else to get into – I guarantee you, you won't burn any more calories doing anything than you will with the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. If you roll around for an hour, you'll, you'll burn 1,000 calories. I promise you, like, these, uh, they're intense. So, um, you know, go through the drills, you know, get some stuff going, and, and uh, you'll come out on top, and this is all over. You won't be 300 pounds. You'll feel a little bit better about yourself. Um, so that's good stuff. Um, another great thing that I've been thinking about outside of, like, fitness and you know mental health being is financial uh uh, um well-being and that's like taxes it's tax time down here i know we got an extension but review your taxes focus on a budget i know there's a lot of uncertainty going on but taking a look at your expenses taking a look at at, you know how much you're contributing to taxes david you and i have gone back and forth quite a bit on this but like you know nobody wants to give the government a free loan uh you to the end of the year but at the same time nobody likes paying like that is the I don't worst feeling at like, the end of the year no. <laughs> damn it i didn't plan to pay you know one year i had like eight thousand dollars i was like no like this sucks i wasn't i wasn't uh 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 wasn't playing ready for this yeah. that was the year i hired a tax a, a tax guy and then he got that eight thousand down to like four thousand so i was feeling much better after that but um you know, so look at your budgets. Now's the time to, you know, you and I, David, we had a conversation with this earlier, but if you can invest, look at the stocks. Like, yep. this is a tremendous time to buy. If there's any lessons to be learned from, you know, the Great Recession, uh, 2008, 2009, um, you know, those stocks all bounced back in, you know, just until two months ago uh, or a month ago, we were on, you know, the record. You know, we yeah, were wrecked Like, we had never been as high as we've been. We're going to get back there, guys. We know we're going to get back there. It's just going to grow back up. So, you look at those stocks out there, and I'm not giving stock advice. I'm not a financial advisor. Don't quote me. Don't, don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, don't quote us on statistics. Yeah, don't put us on statistics. I don't stocks. want to be online. But I will say, you know, uh, I'm personally investing in a few stocks, and um, I know they sank okay. 70%, and I'm hoping, you know, when this all goes, you know, catches back up and my retirement portfolio catches back up That Hey, I'll actually be a little bit ahead because I chose to invest some other stuff. But, um, so if you can, you know, take a look at your finances. So yeah, take some lot time uns- to look and research. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uncertainty. You got some time research, right? So focus on, uh, you know, here's the best thing, right? Come up with a few goals, figure out where you want to be financially work-wise Health-wise, what's your one-year goal for all these things? Let's let's start short-term. Your one-year goal, and staring at my beard reminds me I came up with this acronym, IPA. um, uh, Identify, plan, uh, act, right? So, uh, you know, identify something. So come up with this goal. Identify uh, what, what it is, what the variables are, make a plan. And then put that plan into action, um, rinse and repeat, you know, you know, identify what went wrong or what went right. How you want to move on from that? The results of that, make a plan, act, simple three step process. You can implement this in your daily life over and over and over again. So let's do that for your, your, your health, your, your uh, work and your, and your financials, right? Uh, This isn't a self-help podcast. This isn't what we do, but during the times that we're in, we want to take that step and just say, all right, well, where can we be mentally, where can we be health wise and where can we be work wise? And I guess now's probably the best time for us to jump into the good old bam, man, let's start talking about work. Mm-hmm. So uh, process improvement, right? So this is where we get into work and I'm all about improvement. You know, I got this, you know, ridiculous degree and six Sigma focusing on continuous improvement. I'm all about making things better. Life has to move on. We have to get better. So Let's get better at work. Let's make ourselves more efficient. What are those headaches that you deal with today that if there's no technology to deal with, but there might be a path that you can actually get out of your own way and focus on? And for me, a lot of that's just dynamo, like automate some stuff, right? So what can we automate? What can we help customers uh, automate in their 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 work schedules? And, you know, let's come up with those pain points and then figure out how to move on from there. But uh, process improvement, I think we have to bring up a few... A few names here, a few shout outs. Um, if you want to get better at BIM, I will say Johan Tuckler has put out some great content. Uh, he's got these great guides out there, on, you know, uh, BIM strategy guides to implement BIM. So if, you're, if you think you've implement, implemented BIM, maybe it was project based, and maybe it was piss poor, or maybe you just did what you needed to do to get through the project and you really want to take a step back and figure out what a company wide approach is. Johan's got some great content, so follow him on LinkedIn. I'll share some uh, uh, links to his uh, his LinkedIn account on our webpage. Make sure to uh, check out Penn State's uh, information uh, yes. as well. Man, you're giving my state a shout out, dude. Dude, Penn State. Okay. I mean, I,
1: I, mean <laughs> I, I do like Penn State, even though they did beat Purdue quite quite often, almost every year, I would say. But, uh, <laughs> I do respect their BIM program, uh, just not their football
0: program. It's hard not to focus <laughs> on their. or give a shout out to their BIM program. I mean, they, they, they found it essentially, you know, the, the whole standard stuff. Like they, they gave like the, the roadmap so that we could take it and actually start implementing stuff. Like they, they're the ones that set these standards in place. Like it's, it's tremendous. Yep. yeah, I agree. Um, while we're talking about BIM, uh, David Cordicus has a has a cool little. Uh, I follow his LinkedIn content uh, and I've watched a lot of his videos. Uh, I've got you know mutual friends that are that are uh, great contact with him. So we're actually looking forward to having him on another podcast very soon. Um, yeah, I uh, recently had a, a BIM coordination workshop. Yes, First yeah, BIM
1: coordination workshop. Yeah, dude, dude. I mean, he's doing good things, and I think uh, again, reaching back to that self improvement. If you guys are looking for anything like that, reach out.
0: Yeah, yeah. So David Kortekis with BIM uh He's got some great content, great stuff. It's all about making uh, people better and maybe not necessarily focusing on software, but definitely workflows. Right? I mean, yeah, there's a software aspect to it, but it's really about like, look, man, let's just tackle these pain points in your job and get rid of them. Like, I loved his series on uh, getting rid of RFI. So that was, yeah, that was definitely great. That's uh, great, video. yeah. great videos, I should say.
1: Yep, yep. That great um,
0: series. I wanted to uh, take a step back, and this isn't BIM-related, but it is SIM-related, and I feel like we all operate in the same sandbox, right? So if we're talking about SIM civil information modeling. Uh, you had done uh, a pretty good job at talking about uh, BIM 360 on the last podcast. So there's an application called BIM 360 uh, Civil for Collaboration, mm-hmm. um, so C4C3D, I think is the – Collaboration for Civil
1: 3D? Yeah, yeah something like
0: that. Um, but uh, so if you guys are working from home, uh, take some time to dive into BIM 360 Collaboration for Civil 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's a great way for sharing information. There's a lot of free uh, videos from YouTube, uh, from, from Autodesk on there. Uh, there's a lot of free content on YouTube. I know we're putting together some videos as well. So like, there's a lot of free stuff out there to get you up to speed on Collaboration for Civil 3D because um, it's so new, it's so great, but it's so pertinent to what we're doing today. There's so pertinent to the um, uh, the COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. Everybody's working from home telecommuting, like it's such a great way for us to share files remotely. Um, so sticking on the Civil 3D uh, topic, maybe now's the time to brush up on the datum change for 2022. Are you familiar with this, David? No, I'm not. So uh, a few things are changing in the civil survey uh, space, right? So um you know this is where i operated coming out of college civil survey space so i feel like i you know get back to my roots a little bit um there's a datum change coming in 2022 so uh think about uh, all the benchmarks that you know all the datums all that stuff all those known points like everything is going to essentially change we're going to move to a new model um you know states are setting up new new uh, um, grid systems for uh, uh coordinates like all this stuff changes now uh, with 2022, so a lot of big changes will happen in the software. Now is probably a really good time for everybody to, oh, to catch up on it. I imagine surveyors, uh, unless the state's on lockdown, are still out there working because, you know, I know when I was in survey, I didn't interact with anybody. I'd go topo with 300-acre site or I'd do boundary or, or whatever, uh, um, and I'd
1: be – I wouldn't see anybody. So they're going to rely anybody. on GNSS,
0: GPS, and as well as I wouldn't see anybody. I would, I would be fine um uh yeah yeah i'd bring a total station i'd probably have a uh a, uh a, a, you know hyper b or something with me um we would go set up something but uh we'd rock and roll um another thing to set up to, to think about in the civil space is um we're moving away from the u.s survey foot this changes it actually you know it's so incremental international feet yeah. yeah yeah we're moving to international feet uh, the U.S. supposedly made this change—I don't know, like 30 years ago, 40 years ago—but uh, there was a moratorium for surveyors that we would never have to adopt the international foot, or we would have to adopt it for like 40 years. Well, that actually runs out very soon, so we're all going to have to move to international feet. It actually makes the U.S. longer by like a foot or something—I I don't, I don't know it—but it's it's hashtag very winning. Hashtag winning, right? <laughs> U.S. is bigger <laughs> and better. Day, it. It's growing. but uh, I mean it's something to think about right because maybe it's so uh micro on what it affects or macro rather on what it affects because uh at the micro level we're not seeing any significance right you're you're not going to see what a hundredth or something like I don't know what you're going to see as far as the uh the distance change if you're you know just doing a local survey but if you're talking about the you know national survey of the United States it's pretty significant right yeah. um so something to think about some stuff to, for the civil guys to to focus on on the bin space I, I don't know man for me it always comes back to to dynamo like that's the the one thing i don't know enough about that i mean i don't know a lot about enough about uh, by, by a lot of stuff i promise you oh, that. Yeah. but yeah but dynamo is that one it's like it's it's what i need to be diving into
1: oh yeah i agree dude i definitely agree and you know uh, scratch that weather report for me earlier. It is now raining,
0: so oh, uh, you win. I win, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. I um, I was thinking about this um uh, earlier. Like I've been doing a lot more conversations with development teams, right? So developing new software. So I don't know. I feel like m- for me, most of the the free time that I get, work wise. You know, it's it's probably spend, spent, you know, less about actually learning something new, which is something I want to do. So this week I'll learn, I'll dive into Dynamo and I'll, write I'll try to have a script in the next two weeks or three weeks, uh, give myself a little leeway, um, something basic. But what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to figure out what pain points there are and then uh, trying to replicate stuff in the software. And I realized, well, damn, this is actually really hard to do this would be really nice if we got something. So I've been spending a lot of time with development teams, trying to figure out how we can write something. Uh, so really I think a lot of development's gonna happen out of this uh, this downtime, not just me, I'm saying like a lot of companies are gonna be focusing on development and pain points, making their, their content better, their, their, their software better, their, their uh, add-ins better. Um, and I don't know, uh, what, what have you been doing to keep the, the days busy work-wise?
1: So for me, it's been kind of looking at what online content we have, um, how to transition what we have, um, like for teaching uh, purposes to an online platform, how to kind of learn how to break it down into more digestible kind of um, uh, classes, I would say. So remote
0: learning or pre-recording? no remote learning
1: so okay, doing yeah.
0: doing more of
1: something like four hours right a oh, day yes. for that's, for yeah. like four days
0: and, eight, and that's, hour, eight hour training on the computer would be brutal <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. it
1: would and you know this is kind of forcing us to look at that as well as you know making different content videos but also i i guess in terms of um learning a bit more of what's going on in the industry what what uh what COVID is causing for the construction industry is one thing I've been doing, um, kind of just paying attention to how things are going um, with Washington shutting everything down, you know, different states like, uh, what is it, Boston um, and, well, Mass, Mass shutting everything down and just different states. I, I guess Illinois is allowing people, it, it's, just, it, it's just watching, you know, kind of seeing how things are going.
0: Yeah, I, um, I was actually thinking about uh, kind of where we were with, um, you know, this whole COVID stuff on the construction scale, scale. And it seems like so, you know, Autodesk and various other tools have done a great job of stepping up as far as the designing stuff and the communicating to the field, but guys still need to be on site. And, um, yep. you know, thinking about that sort of stuff, you know, there's a few things that come into play, you know, there's the, the contracts issues and you and, and I talked about this before mm-hmm. and we we'll are probably do a, a whole podcast on this in the future, but like what that means for, for construction scopes and deadlines and, yep. and all that stuff, but also thinking about, um, you know, the, you know, what the work that has to be completed, how can you complete it with having, you know, minimal exposure, in, Yep. Yeah. How can you, um, you know, you know, keep working, uh, or or if you can't keep working, how do you secure, um, your job site? You know, there's, 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 I don't know, man, there's, uh, there's quite a bit. There's, um, I'm trying to remember the guy's company name, uh, Velocity Robotics, Brad Creel, who I met up with here in Pennsylvania. He actually has, um, uh, some, you know, job site security applications. They're kind of like, think about like a... a um, uh, damn, what's that really popular doorbell that everybody's got? Oh, Nest? No, not Nest. Uh, the non, non-West oh, non Coast version. Ring. Ring, or, uh, ring. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ring. So uh, so it's kind of like Ring for your job site, right? The motion detectors that send you alert. Uh, I use like wise cameras around my house, that sort of stuff. But he's got like some that are really, you know, high-end that are focused on job site security, like that sort of stuff, like keeping your job site secure, um, RFIDs, a whole bunch of other stuff. Like there's a lot of technology out there that you can focus on to keep your job site secure. But then there's a lot of stuff you can do to, to keep your, your staff working, uh, you know, employees, you know, social distancing, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, but make sure that everybody is still productive and safe and, and that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of stuff to focus on in that aspect. Um, yeah.
1: I like to think of a time, like this is a time to kind of embrace technology, right? Oh, yeah. And maybe ways that you didn't have time or you didn't want to before, embrace it now. Try to think of what you can utilize to kind of help your processes, whether it's a scanner, it's a robotic dog. I just read an article this morning about how um, there were you know, general contractors that were utilizing the Boston Dynamics spot To go through their job sites and and do scanning and and utilizing it for also verification, right? And just kind of different ways to um, embrace this technology, even though we are on a slowdown. What can we do to to make sure our sites are safe? What can we do to make sure jobs are going as they are expected to, or um, work is being delivered as, as as promised, right? And there's there's just so many different ways we can utilize it, but it's really taking a look within and kind of saying, hey, what what can we do to get better? That AAR, right? That after action review.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's stuff we should all be focusing on. That's like we should be all doing that whole process improvement, and I think it's really going to take a, uh, force us to to you know implement these into our our normal business practices. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of subcontractors always focus on this, so it's like this is nothing new to them. But at the same time, you know, you've probably been sitting on the fence about technology, like, oh, yeah, we don't need this, or oh, we're doing just fine. Well, how are you going to be, you know, two years from now, or a year from now, if we get another wave of this? Like, how are you going to be? So, you know, let's be a little uh, proactive. Take that time yeah. to figure out how we can uh, minimize downtime next time. Because you know the only thing constant in life is change, right? So uh, figure out uh, you know this this pandemic uh, and how you can uh, you know make it so that it does it has minimal effects. I had this one bit manager that I work with who is they're they're like um, yeah I don't know man they're uh, damn it <laughs> I can't think for crap right now but. Uh, <laughs> uh Nostradamus that's his name they're like Nostradamus man they're like yeah we we you know we you know thought something bad would happen eventually and we just made it so that everybody could work from home worst case scenario right no matter what happened we were just going to make sure that we were we were always going to be able to work from home and work remote and share files and it's like shit you guys are What's like way you? ahead of the curve yeah uh, like, they're their IT manager like has everything set up everybody has laptops Everybody's using Build 360. They have file replication in the cloud, like uh, for for uh, their work device. stuff. Like, yeah, not just yeah. the not just the the model and stuff. Model the itself, of, but the really, oh, for, for work stuff. Like, it's like you guys are you guys are they awesome. Have
1: workspaces in in the cloud. That's amazing. Heck yeah.
0: Well, another design. They, uh, so they don't have workspaces in the cloud. Uh, they have like their file sharing in the cloud. I oh, do work okay. with another firm that uh, has all of their. Their computing power is, you know, on remote server somewhere, and they're just yep. logging in a, uh, a terminal like they could, you know, use some basic gas computer and still operate from anywhere. Like, everything is saved on their local... or on their, uh, their server farm. Yeah, uh, it's pretty I awesome. actually...
1: Uh, I had a demo from a company. I think it was Nexus. Um, and uh, they actually had a similar application where you could use a Chromebook. You could use whatever you needed. And if you accessed the... Um, the the online kind of desktop right you locked into this kind of desktop you could you could run whatever you needed
0: to oh nice love it was it it, uh
1: Nutanix was that it
0: I don't know know, man I've seen um a lot of them like I know about you know a few dozen of them Panzer is my favorite if we're talking about cloud replication oh Uh, yeah
1: dude Panzer is a beast
0: yeah yeah there's um, there's quite a few, Ignite, Misuni, um, mm-hmm. whatever, but they all have problems. I think uh, everybody's got a downside, right?
1: Yep, uh, yep, yep. You just got to weigh the pluses and the minuses. That's it at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you what I'm excited for. Uh, so I've been, you know, following some rumors that Microsoft Azure is going to be releasing some some stuff here in the coming years that – or the coming year. It's supposed to be pretty cool. Um let's see uh, um that's supposed to make like a you know good personal cloud uh file replication services all that stuff but uh more streamlined than what it is today cuz today it's kind of like you know disjointed APIs with uh cloud uh, uh you know cloud hosting capabilities but now it's going to be more streamlined something like what we're used to so i don't know man i'm kind of excited for that but uh, I don't know. I follow too many technologies. I get ADD with technology, much like you get ADD with technology. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing three months from now?
1: (laughs) You know, what's what's really cool, though, is uh, recently I've learned that Microsoft Teams actually has a Zoom integration.
0: What does that mean?
1: So they're starting to kind of um, integrate so you can send out like free Zoom meetings with Microsoft Teams.
0: Why would you do that? Because you can use Microsoft Teams.
1: I don't know. If people don't have a Microsoft account.
0: You don't need a Microsoft account for Microsoft Teams.
1: Well, I'm not sure. I thought it was pretty neat that they were starting to kind of, you know, branch
0: out and just. Yeah, I'm reading that article. Right now, man. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool, and you're like, why? I'm like, well, uh, you know, I just thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I'm cool. not sure. I just use Teams. I like Teams. Now, I use both Teams and Zoom, though. I, I do like the Zoom platform. I think it's great. Uh, works well on my on my phone, and so does Teams.
0: Yeah, well, they use Zoom because Autodesk uses Zoom on a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. But I use Teams for work work related stuff. Uh, Microsoft Teams, to me, you know, hey, it's included. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, no diss on Skype business, but uh, I find my call quality on Teams is much better than Skype business. Um, I am so kind of feeling know.
1: that way with, with Skype for business yeah. as well. Yeah. You know,
0: uh, so we use uh, Skype for our personal accounts of Skype for our podcast. Maybe we should look at using Zoom. I've heard great things about the call quality there.
1: Zoom is free as well, uh, as long as you use it, I think is what is it, 40, 45 minutes?
0: Mm. And
1: then it ends your call. For the it's family. not going to work
0: for us, brother. No, no, we, definitely we not. Have, we have a tendency to ramble. We're at an, uh, an hour and 14 minutes right now. Dude, uh,
1: I don't know if you've heard, but we go on many tangents in this podcast.
0: Tangents?
1: <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. Are those it's citrusy? Mm, Are yeah. they in the beer? <laughs>
0: Tangents? Is that like a
1: tannin? Does this beer have tangents in it?
0: <laughs> Love it, man. Uh, well, I am about uh, three beers finished now. So I'm, I'm not slurring.
1: I'm halfway through my third beer. All
0: right. Yeah, like, uh, two thirds. This beer. one
1: is not my favorite, though. I mean, I, so I uh, I kind of bought a, a six pack, of 10 barrel last week as well, and I got this Cran Hop IPA. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm a fan. It's all right, but it's it's New kind of South one of those where you're like, uh.
0: it's a I New England Grand style Beach. IPA. What does that even mean? Does that mean like it doesn't taste like lawnmower clippings? Because I love lawnmower clippings, damn it. Give me my <laughs> freaking hoppy ass <laughs> beer. That's what I want. I got a friend uh, who's uh, special forces, and you know he drinks Coors Light and all that shit beer. He's always giving me a hard time. He's like, yeah, it's that you know, winter. Dr- I'm not gonna say the. What I mm-hmm. wanted to say, it. but yep, yep, yep. I that wimp drink, and yeah, you uh, you drink those lawnmower clippings, and I'm like, man, you shut up, dude. I can't beat you up, but this beer is delicious.
1: <laughs> oh man, wait until you have a Neapolitan milk stout, man.
0: It'll, <laughs> It'll change, change your, your life, life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, hey, man, that's probably a good way for us to get into this tangent. Uh, Beer. Now is a great time for you and I to start brewing beer. We are home all day. We can can put some time to this. The the temperature is just about right for us. It's not too Mm -hmm. cold. It's not a million degrees in our garage. I mean, this is the time for us to start brewing beer. This is the time for us to dig out some old recipes that maybe we fudged up that we can uh, improve ourselves. And then, you know, we'll do our brewing with Ben. And I'll actually brew some damn beer, man. That's, that's I like cool. that idea
1: a lot. I, when I was organizing my garage today, I actually found my conical fermenter. And I started kind of, you know, going through my stuff like, uh, you know, is this necessary in this footlocker or this tote, you know, and I'm kind necessary. of finding all my brewing stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm just I start getting the itch like I should brew again.
0: Ne- next time you, you find yourself asking, is this necessary? You just have to quote dodgeball in your head. Necessary <laughs> necessary to drink my own urine, but no, it's sterile and I like the I like taste. The taste. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for uh some fermenters, some carboys. Like I've I've gotta start from scratch here. I've been, you know, a few months ago I was, you know, doing some online, you know, shopping there, looking at some kits. But uh, I don't know, I like for some reason I like piecing mine together better. There's some some something that's so much more satisfying than buying a whole kit like just piecing it together piece by piece by piece
1: so what i my my hardest thing has been finding actual um gosh what was it stainless steel kind of cookware for the uh the actual um the the initiate gosh i can't think of it when you're when you're boiling your grains when you're making your wort right when you're actually boiling all of it um during that boiling process it's better to use like a 10 gallon kind of um I want to call it a mash tun, right? Because that's pretty much okay. what you're doing. Um, I was gonna try to use a cooler at some point, but I've I've realized that it's harder to keep that water at temperature. Hmm. And and I'm like, okay, well, I, if I can put that that temperature in a cooler, maybe. And, and um, I actually bought a uh, I bought an attachment for the cooler that you take out the plug, and you actually replace it with a filter and then you actually put the uh so on the outside you still have the plug on the cooler so when you actually go to drain it it'll actually filter all of the grains and everything and you just drain out the wart be nice yeah if you're looking
0: for a large stainless steel pot you got to look at a crawfish boiling kit Mm,
1: that's a great idea i did not think of that
0: yeah you can get like a 32 quart for like 60 bucks or something man they're they're not bad that
1: would be good okay that's i found ones that are um, – I think they're like aluminum, and I get them hot, and they start warping.
0: Yeah, and then – I don't know. The thing about aluminum is you can taste it.
1: Yeah, especially it makes your beer like taste metallic. It's not good. There,
0: like you know, you'll scrape the side or something. I used to cook with aluminum pots all the time. I'm just not a fan. Yep. Uh, stainless steel, man. That's the way to go.
1: Well, no, dude. And you got to – I mean as you're, as you're mixing your hops in and everything, you got to keep it boiling and going, and it's just – you're stirring around and stirring and stirring, and it's just getting
0: more metallic. Yep, yep. I wonder yep. if they make like a 10-gallon cast iron pot because that would be pretty damn cool. That would be legit. Be heavy as hell, but I'm this all about cast a, iron. Man.
1: I would have a – bacon flavored beer in a minute <laughs> i am seasoning this thing <laughs>
0: uh, i've uh i've been on a cast iron uh, kick lately i don't i mean i've got stainless steel pots i just don't cook with them unless we're like cooking pasta or some shit i uh i'm all about cast iron uh, we bought like a, a cast iron dutch oven the other day i've got um a cast iron uh, grate on my grill for, if i'm or, honest um, like, it's one of the biggest things that i cook, cook stuff. with yeah it's that's all i cook with i've got a cast yeah. iron frying pan and I literally cook everything in it. It took me a while to uh, perfect omelets or uh, um, soft-boiled eggs, you know, over-easy yep. eggs or whatever. But but I've got that thing down to a science. I can, I can cook anything in a cast-iron pot now.
1: Yep, yep, same here. We we did a quiche this morning in our cast-iron pot, like, oh. Dutch oven.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. Love it. Love it. Hashtag, uh, pro, you know, self-improvement, buddy. Learn to get that <laughs> cooking knowledge <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, dude. You know, uh, I think we spent half this podcast talking about – cooking with the family and, yeah, and they... that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's, really it's... it's all about improving. It's all about taking the time out of your day to, to make yourself better. Um, yeah, we talk about work. We want to talk about BIM. We want to talk about how to get better with work, but we also want to, you know, we're all cooped up at home. How are you maximizing your day?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get into things that you may be, well, I mean, gardening with us recently has, has taken off a lot. We've started a lot of different seeds, um, to try and kind of figure out how, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, pushed me into this, Hey, we're going to do a greenhouse, right? Cause Adrian told me she went and got a bunch of seeds and I'm like, okay, all right, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're, we're growing this. So, um, it, it gives us that time, but also gives us that kind of passion to, to get into new things that, you know, you've wanted to do, but maybe you didn't think you had that much time
0: yeah well i gotta say man now's the time to start taking on in this stuff you know in the past it was really expensive to go pick stuff up from the store uh you know you have to rent a truck if you don't own a truck i've got a minivan, so i just pull down the seats but yes, hey, uh, uh all these stone, all these, go. stone go baby <laughs> i told you the story about stone go we were buying our minivan like the sales guy's like stone go man it's got stone go that's all you need to no, know it's got stone go and i'm like i don't know what the fuck stone go is man I'm like what the <laughs> he showed me he pulled down the seats i'm like Oh, that
1: is awesome! Dude, I went to the hardware <laughs> store the other day to get some plywood and stuff, and I, I I did that with the van. I folded all the seats down, you know, stow and go. And this lady's looking looking at me crazy as we're walking towards the van. She's helping me with the plywood, and she's like, "What?" And I open the door, and she goes, "Oh, would you look at this? Uh, what? That's that's nice." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, it all just fits right in the back of the van. It's kind of nice. I just got to go. yeah, yeah, perfect
0: width for." Uh... Uh, plywood, Like, it's, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I got a basketball hoop in there the other day. No problem. I didn't even have to fold down my middle seats. I just fold down my back seats and slip straight through the middle. Man, it was, it was perfect. Yep. Um. Yeah, so now's the time, though. If you don't have a minivan or a truck, um, if you, you know, you drive a, a like, David, a Mini Cooper... <laughs>
1: Hey, you know what? I got a shelf in there today. I'm pretty proud of that. I got oh. a, I got like this uh, four foot wide shelf, you know, five shelf tall. I
0: built That's a, a good- I built a really cool, you know, you know slanted uh, uh, shed uh, because I was using my. I had these like ten by fourteen shed that I was using for um, uh, a wood shop. Uh, I had all my, you know, woodworking tools in there and, you know, between the lathe and the tables, saw there was just no room for anything else, but I had a lot more equipment. I had all kinds of yard equipment. So I wanted to build another shed. So my wife had this little, um, Honda fit. I folded down the seats and I fit all the wood I needed to build that yeah. freaking fit, uh, 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 shed in yep. that freaking fit. It was awesome. Like that thing holds everything. So, I mean, those smaller cars, yeah, you know, there's, there's, they're, they're, they're yep. tight, but, there's some cool stuff you can figure do. Figure it out.
1: Yeah, yeah. dude. We but, take that thing camping. I'll fill that thing full of – I'll put a tarp down over my seats. I'll fold everything down flat. Fill that thing full up with firewood. Dude,
0: you, know, you like, have a minivan. What do you need to bring your Cooper camping, man? Come on you talk about at that point, it's, it's just extra storage room. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> well, so, so for those of you guys that drive mini coopers or whatever, whatever you're driving, you can't fit a lot of stuff in there. Now's the time. Cause most places are offering free shipping. You spend 20 bucks or wherever yes. the minimum is. A lot of places don't even have minimums. They'll just deliver to you. Like they're thankful for your business. Um, you know, you know, get some wood delivered to your house, whatever, get, 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 you know, these home projects going, um, uh, yeah, I'm sure Amazon, Walmart, all those guys are blowing up with their online orders. I know uh, our local uh, Walmart and our other grocery stores are giant eagles, whatever. You can't even place, uh, um, pickup orders for like two weeks just cause they're, you know, all the time slots are full. Oh but yeah. Take advantage of the online ordering, have everything delivered to your house. Like it's all there. You don't have to do exposure. You can do your shelter in place, your, you know, social distancing, uh, stay at home. You know, if you got some, you know, uh, uh, hand sanitizer or sanitizer spray. Use that if it makes you feel better. If not, mix some, you know, uh, bleach water together and you know, spray some stuff on on whatever whatever makes you makes you feel comfortable. Um, I know we, you know, depending on where I'm going, like if I'm going someplace that's kind of sketch, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna sanitize some stuff. But if I'm like, you know, feeling a little more confident about where I'm going, I'll uh, I'll you know, not 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 worry too much about the risk, but. Um, whenever we get stuff delivered to the house, the first thing I do is I set that box in my garage. And if it's not urgent, I'll let it sit there for a day because the bacteria, the virus can't live on cardboard for more than a day. Um, and then after that, I'll get into it. So not a big deal. But there's a lot of stuff you can do to uh, minimize your exposure to people. Uh, me, I've been trying to minimize my exposure to people for a very long time. Just not not this coronavirus <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, take advantage of del- free deliveries or limited, you know, limited cost deliveries, whatever, and get all this stuff brought to your house and uh, start banging out some cool projects. I'm, I'm anxious to see what, what all, everybody comes up with, you know, what, you know, cool furniture, or new hobbies everybody's picked up. Um, David, I, I, I imagine you're probably going to start raising goats soon and making your own goat cheese or something hippie-ish.
1: That's uh that's actually a pretty good idea. But no. <laughs> but no, no. Uh it would be making this greenhouse. That's that's uh the current project. It's gonna be that kind of again trying to finish organizing the garage and then into I think painting the kitchen.
0: Yeah, we're gonna do the kitchen too. We're gonna we actually gonna replace some cabinets. We're gonna we have a very our kitchen I don't even know how to say this and be tactful. Our kitchen is sub builder grade. I don't know who's been maintaining this before we lived here, but it's. I'm like rebuilding shelves from scratch out of like, you know, raw lumber because yep. the, the cabinets are just they're they shit. So, dude, uh, looking forward to rebuilding all this. So, um, so you've heard of all my problems in this
1: house, right? Oh, <laughs> dude, yes.
0: Yeah. Your problems with your house so, and your car, man. Good God. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, good lord. I I love it uh, so much. But recently, um, we had a leak in our refrigerator. So the little water line that was going to our refrigerator, we didn't know it was actually uh, uh, at some point punctured, I think. And it was just spitting water out that went through the floor and downstairs into... So you remember how I did this bathroom and I redid all this drywall and I textured it and everything like that? Oh, please tell me your homework
0: is paying for this.
1: Dude, I haven't haven't even contacted anybody. I'm so upset right now because I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's like this wet spot coming through and then it's turning black in the middle. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And my my kitchen floor kind of bubbled up a little bit right around there. And... I'm trying to, I, of course, right now I need to call either home warranty or the homeowner's insurance, but I'm just like, it makes me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I just did this. I, and Adrian's like, I think we're going to have to tear down the whole ceiling. And I'm like, no, wait, I think we can save it. Just wait, please. <laughs> oh man, it never stops. It's
0: always projects. Always projects. Never ending, man. Never ending. Never ending. Well, I think now is probably a good time for us to wrap up this podcast. Uh, we got all these projects that we got to get back to. Uh, we're about an hour and a half in. So um, I'm anxious to hear what people are working on, what they're doing. So stay tuned. You know, Follow us on our, our LinkedIn. Follow us on our website, um, brewingwithbim.com. Follow us on our, our LinkedIn, you know, Joseph Whitney, David Campbell, Brewing with BIM. Uh, give us a shout-out.
1: Twitter, questions, Brewing with twitters,
0: Yep, Brewing, yep. Uh, at Brewing with BIM, all that sort of stuff. Give us a shout-out. We're anxious to hear from you.